Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. How are you? Oh, I'm great. I'm really, really, really happy to be with you and to be with our community <laughs> today. Yeah, I've spent a, a tricky couple of days yeah, on the world <laughs> on the world stage. Yes, it's a crazy, crazy time. So I've really been looking forward to this. Good. Me too. Yeah. So easy to get swept away in things and uh not take a second to just you know chat to a friend exactly <laughs> and just chat shit you right know, it's, it's when when times are heavy and the news uh the news feed is thick yeah. and strong and coming <laughs> in real fast it's good to um it's good sometimes just take a little moment so i hope that we will be that moment for everyone today in a very scary and dark time so uh, we are feeling it too but we want to be a little antidote to that if possible exactly in a small way (laughs) so let's chew the fat yeah as they say (laughs) (laughs) wow i haven't heard that in such a long time um right it's been so long that i've completely forgotten how we do the show and (laughs) i know so okay so we've got News and listener feedback, which we didn't do last week because we had lovely Kasha on the show. Okay. And that was, that a, was great, a great show. Yeah, that was a really great conversation. It was fascinating to talk to her about being on America's Next Top Model and being in the modeling yeah. world, which I know nothing about. I know, Annabelle, you're a hand and knee model, aren't you? <laughs> in your spare time. Yeah, I've got really great knees. They're not a weird shape <laughs> at all. They're a perfectly normal shape. There's nothing weird about them. I could never be a knee model. I have. No, me neither. <laughs> Nobody I've wants to like, see my knees. I've got like thick knees. <laughs> me too. I don't have those you like know how bony. Girls, yeah. No. No. You know how girls have like thick ankles? I've got thick knees. Yeah. You know how some girls you can like see their kneecaps? Not mine. <laughs> I'm actually really weirded out by knees. I'm not going to lie. I, it's just one of the joints where I just think, oh, oh. <laughs> it's too, all the other joints are close together and the knee is in the middle of two long stretches of road there the el- I don't like it. <laughs> the elbow's in the middle of nowhere. What are you talking about? No, but it's the arm is shorter. <laughs> So the knee, the leg is long and the knee is just out there on its own with very little support in it. I feel vulnerable and I don't like the way that the kneecap is like independent from the other thing. It just feels wrong. You just made me snort. Oh my God. Yeah. Well, I also couldn't be a knee model because I have a massive scar on my right knee. So that fucked that up for me. People, people would like that because it would be like inclusive knee modeling. (laughs) Right. I actually have really nice hands. That's one thing I will say about you myself. You do have beautiful I've hands. I've got 
pretty actually as I'm getting older they're getting a bit skeletony so <laughs> by the time you're 70 they're gonna be like I know well by the time I'm 70 I'm gonna be one of those people that get some hand filler regenerative hand yeah yeah Jeez. and I actually speaking of which I was hoping there'd be a segue into this I bought Tatler magazine it's okay. one of my favorite magazines I I like Tatler a lot it's an it's a English magazine it's kind of a bit of a society rag kind of lords and ladies bit of fashion bit of shopping bit of art mm-hmm. and um in this month in Tatler there's a whole separate magazine about beauty and cosmetic surgery guide 2022 so this is a magazine that is pages and pages of places you can get different surgeries injectables uh treatments why how and each one of them says tatler partnership at the top so i'm assuming that damn tatler's made a lot of money from this little this little guy and i think it's um amoral quite frankly (laughs) that is unreal (laughs) i just think it's so not cool so tatler Get your pussy on straight. That's not the vibe. Shame on you, Tatler. Jesus. <laughs> I thought these magazines were supposed to be about feeling good in your own skin and taking care of yourself for the long run. And if you don't, then just... Then just, you know... Cut it off. Resort to Also, a- the picture on the front is such a piss take. Look at this girl. Porcelain skin. Stunning woman. Bobby. 18 yep. to 25. You can look like this. Yeah, she hasn't even got her ears pierced. And they're pulling her skin back with two threads and a band-aid. It actually felt very Italian vogue to me, this photo shoot. Anyone who likes fashion will know what I mean by that. But wow. um, very fucked up. Anyway, moving on. Throw that piece of shit in the trash. <laughs> anyway, it's time for the news. It's not world news. For us, Annabelle. Cunty Jones. I was just going to say something <laughs> really dirty. Not going to say that one. What do you got for us, Annabelle Coco Jones? Annabelle Coco Jones. Where's my little webpage here? Look, in light of um, recent events, I know I usually do celebrity stuff, but right. it feels... No, no, you don't usually do celebrity stuff. You do Kardashian and Kanye stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um... Fuck off. So, because celebrities feel even more pointless now than ever before. Right. I just wanted to just share this important news. uh, This, what's it called? A PSA, public service announcement. Okay. From Marks and Spencers. Okay. And they've said, it's really important that you guys don't put their specialty hot cross buns in the toaster. Because they could set fire. So you can only put the normal (laughs) croissants in the toast. (laughs) This is me, the news. I'm not joking. Well, thank you, Marks and Spencers. Marks and Spencers has told baffled customers. I think it's Marks and Spencers, isn't it? 
Yeah, yeah, but we say Marks and Spencer's here because it's just, you know, why wouldn't you? Has told baffled customers not to toast their hot cross buns. UK retailer fears customers could ruin household gadgets if they toast them. Some buns contain chocolate and cheese, which could melt and cause a fire. And M&S is urging people to grill them on a, um, on a, on a medium heat. CB Phoebe Bailey at Hashpling on Twitter says, I can't believe you're quoting people in this. I feel cheated. My M&S extremely chocolatey hot cross buns are not suitable for toasting in a domestic toaster. Mm. How am I supposed to toast them? Um, and Marks and Spencer's has responded by saying under the grill. Now, this, I think, is karma and divine retribution from Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah. That's the reason why we have the hot cross bun. Right. Because... A hot cross bun is very straightforward. It's citrusy. There are currants and raisins and sort of things like this in it. Right. It's, it's bread. It's not meant to have chocolate. It's not meant to have marmite. It's not meant to have cheese. Oh, I Those see. Those things are an abomination. Ah. So if you've chosen one of those luxury hot cross buns, then you get everything you've got coming to you. Wow. You know? Yeah. Unless, in, unless there's a house fire, in which case I take that back. Right. <laughs> unless it, somebody has just, died. <laughs> If you've died or been maimed, you didn't have that coming to you. But wow. if you've been inconvenienced, then you should have just got a normal hot cross bun. You've asked for too much. Jesus died on the cross. That's why we've got hot cross buns. And now you want to add in chocolate and cheese and all sorts. So I think that's... Um, Straight to hell with you. Yeah. So that's my news. Well, here's my question. On the, on the death certificate, would it be death by hot cross bun? Um... Ooh, you know. Mm. I mean, what? Where's the line here? What? It's it's a it's a gray area. Not yeah. exactly sure. Um, I well, wouldn't. I wouldn't want to say. Maybe Marks and Spencer should uh, give away some free toaster ovens to people who buy the luxury hot cross buns, so that they can that is, properly, you know, enjoy it. I like that. I think that's a that's a really good American response and i like it it's positive it's rewarding yeah it is american it's fruitful yeah i like it it's not english as an english person i think that marks and spencers should stop selling all of these <laughs> hot cross buns very look at me trying to make it work trying to come up with solutions <laughs> no uh -uh. as an english person i just say no that's disgusting do you like my uh princess diana and charles mug i love it yes i actually love it um, and then I just... Is that not the end of that news story? I'm sorry, I thought that, that was it. No, there is, <laughs> but there is just one... Um, I don't... Actually, I won't share it. It's, it's one, it, no, it's one celebrity thing that this actress... <laughs> have you seen it? It's... Um, tell us, tell us. Come on, we need laughter today. Fucking out. No, this is... It is pertaining to Ukraine. Um, oh. But it is... It's really confusing. So I'm just gonna. Oh my god, the suspense is killing me. It's so enjoy. Dear President Vladimir Putin, I'm so sorry that I was not your mother. What? If I was your mother, you would have been so loved, held in the arms of joyous light. Never would the story's plight, the world unfurled before our eyes, a pure demise of nations sitting peaceful under a night sky. Why? Why, why have you done that, babe? Why have, babe, why have you done that? Why have you done that, babe? 
<laughs> the way she's all, why? why? Why, 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 why have you done that? Cringe. Why has she done that? You know, she wanted to speak to Putin from the heart. What's that girl's name again? I know too. I don't even know who that is. Actress. Cringe. Annalyn McCord. Oh, okay. It's 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 when several actresses make the rest of us look completely crazy. That's you know what's tough. Oh yeah, <laughs> the rest of you are fine. Just a few of you are crazy. It's when a few representatives just ruin it for the rest of us and make the world look at us like we are uh, on crack. Ricky Gervais posted that picture of him that he always posts. That ugly picture in the bathtub. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he said, "Hey guys, just as an actor, let me know if there's anything you want me to do about the situation in Ukraine." That's amazing. Um. Anyway, that's my news. Just okay. eat normal hot cross buns, and if you don't, um, then <laughs> die. Fuck you. And then also, <laughs> and then also, just unless you unless you're a fucking politician, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. No. No personal messages to Putin, please. Just leave that to the professionals. <laughs> I love how everyone is like a politician now. It's amazing. I know. Well, everybody has a truth. <laughs> you know, my truth needs to be heard. It, the thing that pisses me off about it is that you'll be flooded with infographics this week and then next week, no one's going to give a fuck. No. On to the next. Um, which is very, very harsh of me to say. I mean, I will continue to be haunted by it until 3 a.m., for the rest of my life until it's finished, but that's just the nature of who I am as you know a person. What, what I was haunted by is when Biden said yesterday, we're going to give these new sanctions a month and then see what happens and have another conversation. Mm. Yeah. I think I threw yeah. my phone down. I just... Wow. No, we're meant to be doing a break from this. Look. I should never have brought it up. I should never have brought it up. No, I'm glad you did. If I was Putin's mother... Hmm. <laughs> hmm. There might have been some drowning in the bathtub going on. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> you know that thing that mothers say: "I brought you into this world, so I, I can, can take, take you out, you out anytime I see fit." It's time. Wow. Okay. Well. So give me, give me your news. Oh yes, I love this. This headline says: "A homemade bumper sticker saved a stranger's life." after she asked the universe for a sign. Goes on to say, when, when you're headed down a dark road and feeling hopeless, sometimes all it takes to get you headed back in the right direction is a little sign, or in this case, a bumper sticker. A 22-year-old university student, Brooke Lacey, has had a lot of issues the last couple years in hopes of helping others. She was inspired to create 600 little sticker signs that say, Please don't take your life today. The world is so much better with you in it, more than you realize. Stay. And Aww. she started hanging these around town. She started sticking them on overpasses, bridges, railroads, waterways, and, and on cars. And then she kind of forgot about it. She was just driving around, and she got a little napkin on the hood of her car, and it said... Your sign saved my life today. I left my house with a plan and I asked for any sign that I was doing the right thing when I saw your car in the parking lot. Thank you. Wow. So she tweeted, I'm so glad whoever you are chose to stay today. You never know who needs this reminder. 
Mm. Yeah, so that was that. God, that's beautiful. I know. Shall we do some listener feedback? Yes, let's do some listener feedback. All right, that would be great. We've been hearing from so many of you in the new year. Glad to hear everybody's hanging in there. Listener feedback time. This I thought was funny. So we had asked you you on our Instagram, do you celebrate Valentine's Day? And somebody wrote back and it made me laugh. She said, no. If my husband treats me like crap the other 364 days, one day of nice won't cut it. <laughs> Damn, girl. Damn. Okay. Okay. Oh, go. Go, go off. <laughs> go the fuck off. I love that energy. I love that energy. She's like, uh-uh. Uh-uh. Not going to work. Uh-uh. No. Not happening. Don't even try it, buddy. <laughs> oh, my God. That made me laugh. We got a message from... A listener, hi, recently I recovered from all three of my eating disorders and I genuinely just wanted to thank you. Your podcast episode with Melissa saved my life and I'm forever grateful for it. Which I think is going back to your news story, which is right. you just don't know that opening yourself up sometimes like that can really... um, change things for people could change everything for people well done on your victory yeah well done on your victory and i mean that episode was last that was in september Mm -hmm. and so stuff comes to us at the right time doesn't it i hear from a lot of listeners that they will just go through our show and pick a random episode and it seems to be exactly what they needed at that time Divine intervention. Yeah, it really is. Somebody else said, I love the podcast. You brighten up my day. And that listener is in Argentina. Hello to our listeners in Argentina and all over the world. Messages like that really make me feel so happy and grateful for all of you. Hi, ladies. Congratulations on another great conversation. As an Anglophile, I loved the segment on English culture versus American. And although there is so much to be proud of in America's history, your critique was spot on. (laughs) Graciousness and neighborly trust are non-existent in today's society. We love our lawsuits and we love to shove responsibility for our mistakes onto others. The stop sign analogy was so good. Reminded me of how to-go coffee cups have to have caution printed on them because of those who would sue because their coffee was too hot. Maybe someday my country will regain some common sense. (laughs) Thanks again for all you do. Wow. Um, What was the stop sign analogy? Well, I was just saying it's completely bonkers how there's at every junction there's a stop sign. It's like just got to let people kind of use their brains. I see. Right. And like you just put lines on the road and the person stops. You don't need to be like, stop. And then like it just, you know, it's just. Yeah. You build that kind of, it's like Sudoku, but it's just using your brain or something, just for normal things. (laughs) Yeah, well, we're learning. (laughs) We're a young country. (laughs) Oh, what's that? Is that a cocktail? Um, Straight vodka. No, it is just... (laughs) um, It's like nine in the morning. You're all good. good, 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 good. Wow, I'm spilling on myself. I'm spilling on my uh, velvet 
Is that a capelet? Cloak. Yes, it's it's <laughs> I bought it in two colors. Where is it from? <laughs> it's from some little boutique. I got it in gold and baby blue and it's fabulous. It's so cool. It's all handmade. It's got these beautiful gold buttons. And then oh, down so cute. down towards the bottom, it's like pleated down oh, again. It's love it. Really lovely. When I find pieces like that that I love, I, I get them and I get a you know couple colors sometimes because it's few and far between for me that I find pieces that I really would spend yeah. the money on, you know? I think that's really, really good to do when you find something that works for you. Yeah. Stock, stock up. Exactly. Because in today's sort of fast fashion, quick turnaround world, it's like that shit's going to be gone. Yeah. And we all have those pieces that we didn't get. Oh, God, they torture they torture <laughs> us. That piece. There's one coat from Joseph that I tried on. Ryan and I were in, Chris, in London for Christmas. Uh-huh. And he was like, you should just get it. And I was like, oh, I can't really afford it right now. And then he's like, okay, I'm going to like respect your, you know, choice, whatever. Right. Because usually... He would be like, no, come on, go on. Just fucking regret it so much. Oh. I literally search, I search for it every year online and no one is getting oh, rid of no. them. <laughs> oh, no. It wasn't Joseph. It was actually, it was Sandro. It was Sandro. And mm-hmm. it was, you know, my brown tasseled leather jacket. Yeah. It was kind of that same color, but it was woolen and it was long and mm-hmm. it was kind of cape-like. And it was just like a big blanket, but it was tasseled. And it was just like, oh, it was so good. Such a big mistake. Oh, God. How much was it? Do you remember? Yeah, it, was, it wasn't It was even, I mean, it was a lot, but it wasn't like, it was down from like 500 to 180 or something. Right. But when something is that much money, I, w- I would never buy something that much from a sh- from like, my like from a shitty place like no. top shop that's oh no that's far because you're wasting your money right that thing's gonna fall apart yeah you know, the one of a kind pieces yeah that is it you know something like sandro that's gonna last forever that is gonna last forever that piece and so it's worth spending more um obviously a lot of people only have the budget to shop at high street and i right. totally totally respect that but i would sooner advise somebody to save their money and hunt for something at like thrift or secondhand that is a lasting piece that you'll have forever than go and spend 200 quid on a coat right. at Topshop, which yeah. is going to fall apart. Yes. Um, so anyways, that's my two cents on that. So yeah, I'm glad you got two true. colors and I would really like to borrow the blue one. <laughs> yes, it would look so beautiful on you. And I've, I'm actually <laughs> currently being tortured by something for the last month. I found this little shop with these silk suits in these jewel tones, like a red and an emerald mm-hmm. green and a blue and a white. And I want all of them. And I, oh God, <laughs> it's been killing me. I just have to sit and think about it and pray that they're still there when I, when I can go back and <laughs> rescue them. <laughs> How much are they? Oh, a, 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 the suit in total would be like 350 yeah, it's a lot. It's a three piece. It's like a little bra top, and then and then this and then the pants mm-hmm. and jacket, and they just fit perfectly. You're just dreaming of it. I'm <laughs> thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> What's the weather like there at the moment? The weather is freezing. It has is been it? bipolar as always. Um, 
Will's birthday a few weeks ago and we went, we had this staycation in town, which was really fun. And we went and saw, yeah, that looked cute. Yeah. We saw John Mayer um, and something really funny happened at the concert. Well, it wasn't funny at the time, but, but it was like 90 degrees out and we laid by the pool and it was really hot. And then since then, it's just been absolutely freezing. So I don't know what's going on. It's been a fool's fool's spring. Yes. How's the weather there? I love it. It's different every day. Today's been glorious. It's meant to be sunny all weekend. So I'm looking forward to that. But on Thursday, we had sleet, snow, sun, and fog (laughs) on one day. (laughs) very confusing you just came out of this insane storm, storm. that was hitting yeah. england and scotland and people couldn't well, drive three three storms actually <laughs> your road. friend got stuck at your home right yeah she had to stay because it was too dangerous to drive up there yeah, it was crazy there are trees down all around here they've cleared them mostly now but i went on a walk today and saw a couple that are still yet to be kind of dismantled and are precariously balanced on telephone posts and stuff it was bad it was 90 mile an hour winds and oh my god we lost a lot of trees around here a lot then there was Eunice and then there was Franklin the day after so oh they named um, them oh yeah they always name them there was a news article that was like why people are being sexist about Storm Eunice. <laughs> I love that the storm names in England are more highbrow than the storm names here. We would not know what Eunice, how to say Eunice, most people, I feel like here. <laughs> right, right. I mean, it's not really, it's not an American name. No, it's, it's a not. Very, it's a very old-fashioned English name. It's not, no one is called Eunice from now times or even at any time I feel like our storm names are very easy names. (laughs) Katrina, Patrick, Bertha, (laughs) Bertha. Oh, great name! That's a great American name, right there. Bertha. Yeah, I guess Eunice and Franklin is pretty kind of. Yeah, it's pretty. Who? who, Like fancy. But yeah, no, it's been good. It's been really, really nice. And um devastated to leave. Fucking hate that I'm leaving soon. Yeah. I gotta take care of some things in America and then I'm gonna come back. As I nervously play with my hair. <laughs> yeah. I saw you did a pottery class. Oh a friend of ours got a pottery wheel and invited us over to do some some potting. I don't know what's it called. Throwing Ceramics. throwing a pot. Don't you throw a pot? Yeah, exactly. So I made a, a candle holder and um, what we decided to call a sea vagina, which was meant to be a shell, but it looked like some sort of vagina of the sea. Wow. Can't yeah, wait to it's see gonna what be you're going to paint it's that. Gonna be, it's going to be a bowl, I think. Well, not a bowl. It's going to be like a tea light holder or something. And then Alec, of course, never done it before. I did it every week for six years at school pottery yeah um and our friend who had the wheel did it you know she's had it for a couple of weeks whatever alec never done it before immediately (laughs) throws throws it into the middle perfect makes it's like making all this crazy stuff and we're both just sitting there like (laughs) what the fuck (laughs) it's really rude of you to come in here and just do that just throw your talent around like that. It's like, who needs that? Selfish. Well, he's, a, 
selfish and rude. He's a carpenter, so it makes sense that right. he would kind of have some kind of skill. I guess I don't know. I'm trying to justify it, <laughs> but I'm still feeling I'm still feeling shirty about it. <laughs> so we're gonna go on Sunday and finish those, and then they'll go in the kiln, and then by the time I come back, uh, in the end, at the end of spring, they'll be they'll be done. Wow. So we've done our news. We've done our feedback. Tell me, Lucy, what's going on in the world of Lucy Walsh? Oh, wow. Well, a lot of exciting things. But I guess I'll tell the John Mayer story because now I've left it as a cliffhanger for everybody to wonder about. So we went to see John Mayer a few weeks ago. And it was standing, standing room only, which I hate concerts like that. But I know it's too old. I need to. Sit I down. can't. I can't do uh-uh. it. And I don't want you touching me. There's like people touching no. me, and I just don't. It makes me feel like violent. Like if a if I know. a drunk bitch is around me, yeah, I and know. She's like, and then she bumps into me. It takes everything in me not to lamp her. It really does. Me too. You should have seen me. I was standing there gritting my teeth. These drunk people kept smashing into me with their big purses. I was ready to rage. I was ready to flip tables, but I couldn't see any. Why Why are you taking a, a big purse in, down into the mosh pit? Don't was, do that. Don't, don't. Just don't. Down so, to the John Mayer mosh pit. <laughs> So we're there and la 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 and it's his best song slow dancing in a burning room. It gets to the great live version that he does and this is Will's favorite song like whole reason for coming to the concert. And it's like a very long guitar solo and it ends up being like a 9 minute song live. So he just gets to where the guitar solo is going to take over and he stops playing and he points and he goes, whoa, 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 whoa. Somebody's down. Cause apparently he was getting like hands. There's like this thing now at concerts where the audience can signal the artist with some specific thing and they know to stop. And so he shut everything down really quickly. The band stops playing. The lights come on. And he's pointing to where this woman has fainted and a path clears and all these paramedics run in and he's, he's like, okay, uh, and shitting himself, hoping someone's not yeah. going to get his fucking concert. He just like comes to the foot of the stage and he's watching and he's like, give me an answer. Is she awake? Is she not? And they're, and they're like, she's awake. She's awake. And then somebody goes, she's not breathing or something. And then he's like, well, that doesn't seem like awake to me. Like he's just trying to figure out what the deal is. Paramedics run in with defibrillators. No, she gets up. She's con and he, and then, and then John goes, okay, I'm going to leave the stage. And he goes off stage and this woman is taken out in the wheelchair. And I look over at Will and he is ready to kill someone. He was so mad at this woman. He was ready to fight her. He was like, he called her something so funny. What did he call her? Oh, no. He was raging. He was, I've never seen him so angry. He couldn't even talk. He called her because then as she was being wheeled out, she gave a thumbs up and like everybody started cheering. So ever since then, he's been calling her Brenda thumbs up wank face. (laughs) 
So John came back on stage and then was like, okay, we're just going to go to the next song. And Will was like, no. And he starts screaming, start at the guitar solo. Go back and play the guitar solo. Oh my god. So so John has another concert in a couple months and Will's like, we're going, we're going to that concert. I am not getting gypped out of my favorite song by Brenda Thumbs Up Wank Face. Oh my god, that is Devo. That is bad. It was bad. so bad. But what I liked about the situation, I'm glad the woman's okay, of course. Um, but it was really it was really great to see the artist on stage have such a human moment to stop yeah. the show and come to the foot of the stage and just be like everyone else in this shared experience. And, and mm. it just kind of, um, cause you know, you go to a concert and there's this like veil between you and them and they're like all up there larger than life, mm-hmm. super, super human, all this kind mm-hmm. of stuff. And then for that spell to be broken for a second and him to just mm-hmm. be like handling this situation was really human. The, the humanity in it really warmed my heart. It was interesting, a really interesting experience. I've never had that. But um, I mean, obviously, people are so careful now and wary about what goes on at their yeah. concerts because they're held accountable, as we saw with that, with those deaths at that concert mm-hmm. because people were getting trampled. Yeah. Like, just be aware. Be aware. If there's a problem, handle it. Yeah, I think obviously when you're up there, you've got a really good view of everything that's going on. So yeah. you kind of you have to probably... be aware. But also, as we both know, I would say nine out of ten times, when you're on the stage, you don't you know what's going on. No, you can't see. You, you cannot you, see. Uh, and people don't understand that. No, you people can't see. That the lights on a stage are so bright yep. that you can maybe see three to five rows at the beginning. Yes. And then you cannot see anything else. No. So people need to remember that when getting annoyed that artists aren't. It's up true. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Madison Square Garden is the craziest place to play because it, it looks like you're just in pitch blackness by yourself. Mm. You can't mm-hmm. see what's out there. It's really a surreal feeling, but you're absolutely right. It's very hard to see, and 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 you can't hear anything. So no, it's like you're in a very strange little bubble. Yeah, for me, of terror and fear. Well, yeah, because you know all eyes are on you, and then if you're playing one of those big venues, you know that your face is on this huge screen behind you. It's really, really a strange thing. Oh come on! Oh, you, I don't. I don't know what that's like, but okay. <laughs> you must get some enjoyment out of that. Out of playing live. Well, no, no, literally <laughs> none. I've ne- It's the worst part of being an artist for me. Always that's was. So funny. I hate it. It's like it's something <laughs> I did because I had to. Necessary Not, evil. Yeah. Yeah, but the great thing that I've learned about life is that um. Uh, actually, I can do whatever the fuck I want. And if I never want to play again, then I don't have to. <laughs> exactly. I can keep making music and putting yeah. it out. And uh, and that's great. Yeah. Weird I didn't know that before. Um, yeah, yeah, I know, right? How did we <laughs> miss that? Well, because 
people are telling you this is what you have to do to be an artist and it and it's only if you're playing the game if you're just making to make to enjoy your life and share and enjoy your experience then there's no game but if you're trying to get ahead and you know kind of duke it out with other artists and you know be that bitch then then yeah sure you have to do that stuff but right um I don't know about you but I'm not really trying to do that so no well it's it's great that you say that because that's what was on my mind today to talk about was that uh I just released my new song and I did that for myself I did it Mm -hmm. for the music because I've learned that when I sit on my art and I don't put it out there and just keep it flowing, I start yeah. to self-destruct and implode yeah. and yeah. life gets really unhappy for me. So mm-hmm. I just decided, even though the track wasn't perfect, it was done during COVID. I couldn't have it exactly the way I envisioned it, but I just put it out and uh, and I didn't yeah. care. I didn't care where it went. You did it because you wanted to do it and that's all. Yeah. And I also feel, I, I know how much music helps me in my life and we, it's great to give that to others. And so that to me is just, if one person hears it and, and, and it means something to them, then that's great. But anyway, I'm not playing the game, like you just said. And then in a roundabout way, this song is like going places, and I just found it hilarious that life does that. I have, yeah. a, I have a piano student. She's seven. And her dad is one of the heads of one of the largest TV companies in the world. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know that. And I was over there teaching her her piano lesson. And he said, oh, I saw on your Instagram that you're releasing a new song. Can I hear it? So he had me put it on in the house and play it for their guests that were over there. He says, send this to my head of music at this, you know, my company, which I did. And that led to a phone call that was pretty life-changing in a lot of ways. Not only for my music, but for my acting, which has now led to me having a pitch meeting with this company for my television show based on my grandparents' letters that I'm in the middle of. And, and being in touch with their head of casting for acting roles and just everything came out of this. And I just thought, look at that. Mm-hmm. You, you can, you can play the game. You can not play the game. You can run as far as you can to the ends of the earth to try to outrun mm-hmm. your purpose or your passions or what you what you feel you want to do with your life. You mm-hmm. can go anywhere. Nothing matters because we're not in control. <laughs> And if it's going to come to you, it's going to find you. Yeah. But a lot of times it can't because we're gripping with both hands to this expectation Mm -hmm. we have. This, oh, this is the outcome I want. If I don't win a Grammy, then I'm not going to even bother. Uh, Well, release the Grammy for a second so that what's meant to come to you can flow in. And I know that's easier said than done. But again, I saw it happen in my life and I just had to laugh. It was pretty funny that through a piano lesson, (laughs) I'm right back to where you wanted to be when you wanted to be had a, you know, idea that you wanted things to be a certain type of way. I mean, people play the game for an opportunity like what I just had this last week. Yeah. 
Yeah. And there I was letting go of the game and it came anyway. So it's pretty yeah. funny, isn't it? No, it's, I've had that experience most times when big things have happened for me yeah. and big things have shifted. It's been at a time where I've thrown my hands up and gone, you know, Jesus, take the wheel. Like I, just, I am not, I'm not uh, doing this anymore or I'm walking away or, you know, it literally happened to me a couple of weeks ago. I, you know, Ryan and I were running our marketing company and um, on the side of his job at Atlantic, we we helped artists with digital marketing and artist development. I was driving home from somewhere and I was like, oh, you know, I think I might just call it a day with all that. I, it's, it's not really, it's not speaking to me anymore. I don't, you know, unless somebody needs me or reaches out, I just, I think I'm good. Literally the next day. Somebody reached out and was like, hey, like, I want to put you on retainer. And I was like, okay, cool. (laughs) Yeah, I know. It was like the one artist I actually gave a fuck about in the first place. Wow. It's just, it's just so interesting. It's just so interesting how it works. It's how I got my, it's how I got my record deal. It's how I got my first publishing deal. It's how every time I just throw my hands up and either walk away or back off. Yeah. Because sometimes I think you can want stuff too much. Yes. And, you know, desperation really stinks on a person. It really, really does. Um, People can see it from a mile away, feel it from a mile away. And I think when there's an ease and a joy to what you're doing, it's much, much more attractive than when somebody walks in the room just with, like, I will die. I will die otherwise um and i also think a lot of this music stuff is kind of like a false bill of goods that were sold as artists from a really young age about like what you're meant to do and what you're meant to want and how it's meant to go for you Mm -hmm. and it's all changed so much now with the internet in some some ways for the better some ways for the worse you know in the ways that it's for the better look at nova and tom and what they're doing right with no help from any companies they are smashing it. Yeah. They are absolutely killing it. And they own everything that they do. Uh-huh. It can be done. Of but course. We're told we have to jump through all of these hoops in order to do that. Yeah, we need all these middlemen. Yes. <laughs> and, and we don't. It, and you don't, you know, people shoot their movies now on their iPhones. My friend showed me her oh, music yeah. video the other day that she made on her iPhone. And I was like, oh, wow, like, who directed this? And how did you film it? And she said, you know, we just, we bought a lens and a steady cam for the iPhone. Cost yeah. us a couple of hundred quid. And we shot this video. I was like, huh? Yeah. What? Yeah. Um, so I think, I think we are, in order to feed us into the system, sometimes with major labels and with companies, we're told we need them to do what we want to do. And you do not need them. No, you you really don't. They need um, you. <laughs> they need you, but also you need to calm the fuck down and have some faith. <laughs> you know? Yeah, you you need to have fun with what you're doing. You need yeah. to enjoy the moment and and that's it. 
Have fun yeah. in the moment. That is yeah. it. It's literally that simple. I know, I know that sounds crazy because life isn't simple and life is hard and life is pain and all this stuff. But man, when you are carefree, it shows. It shows yeah, everybody does. when, and it doesn't mean happy all the time. That's not what I'm saying because that's yeah. not truthful. What I'm saying is whatever the outcome here, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm enjoying myself. Yeah. I'm living a life that I've created that I love. And that's a beautiful thing to be around. And you can absolutely tell when somebody's carefree in that way. So it's like what we always say. It's, it's the process. It's the journey. And the more you enjoy that, the more fruitful the outcome will be. Whatever right. that outcome is. Yeah. I mean, you and I just did this because we wanted to. We wanted to. Yeah connect like this and have a thing and have a place to come every week and we had no idea it was gonna trend in countries around the world and and that I was gonna become an influencer because of it I mean I know (laughs) and have like billions of listeners and it's just wild (laughs) I wish we had billions and we'd be rich like Joe Rogan and you could buy that silk suit (laughs) oh I could buy all four colors Until then, you just got to wear your fucking old capes you've had for 50 years and eat crumbs. My dusty old velvet capes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I love that story, babe. And that's really exciting. I'm really happy for you. Good for you. It is really exciting. It's it's amazing. It's it's. I got off that call and I didn't know what to do with myself. I like. I was just like, ah. I think I went to the grocery store and walked around for a couple hours, which is what I do when I'm super, like, out of my mind. Which Um, grocery store did you go to? I went, oh. (laughs) (laughs) Which brings me to our next point. Wow, that's pretty funny. Uh, I went to Whole Foods, thank you for asking. And do you know why I went to Whole Foods, Annabelle Jones? Yeah, bitch. Why did you go? Well, I made a decision recently because I realized that for years I've been shopping at whatever, other stores that were cheaper, okay? And for years I said to myself, oh, I can't wait until the day comes when I can shop at Whole Foods. And I said that for like 10 years. Yeah. And then one day recently, I said to myself, self, you go shop at Whole Foods now. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Price for the challenge. No more waiting. No more pie in the sky. The day has come. Okay. So raise your damn bar and get your pussy on straight and go to Whole Foods (laughs) from now on. And I have been. And I'll tell you. This is another thing I've learned about life that's pretty amazing to witness. When you raise your bar like that, everything levels up to meet you. Mm. And that teaches you something about how we manifest and create our lives. Your Mm. imagination is going to govern your life. If Mm. you can't imagine that shopping at Whole Foods is, is possible for your budget, then you ain't shopping there. If you can imagine it, then you will Mm -hmm. go, you will do the action, which brings in the support all around you. We just put these 
confines on ourselves to say, oh, no, no, I couldn't possibly do that. No, no. All these rules, why, why we can't have things. And it's all, it's not real. I think for you, especially, you are going to find that there's probably lots of things you've been telling yourself as you deprogram yourself from the narcissistic abuse. Right. That maybe actually you could have been shopping at Whole Foods for a while, but you just wouldn't allow yourself to believe that uh, that that was something that you deserved or was possible for you. I'm glad you said that. That's exactly what I believed. I believed that I had not earned it yet until until I achieved, until I won an Oscar. Yeah, I, I can't. I did not deserve to spend my money at Whole Foods. Yeah, it's crazy things like that that we t- we tell ourselves so many lies. Mm. Mm. I think that's really cool. I think that's really cool that you've like given yourself that. It's it's maybe sounds trivial to some people, sure. Whatever, it does. But yeah. I think that um, there are little signals that you can give yourself that kind of push you along, and like you said, raise the bar higher. My sister. Sarah kind of has this mentality where it's like, okay, I need, I want to earn or I need to earn 1500 by, you know, two weeks a day. What am I going to do to do that? Is her, is her energy. And I like that energy a lot. And that's not going to work for everyone. Different people have different lives. I am unmarried. I don't have children. I don't own a home. My I am somebody that has disposable income for that reason because I'm right. not responsible for feeding anyone else or taking care of anyone else. So there are things that are possible for some that aren't possible for others. Right. But but that doesn't mean that you can't sort of set little achievable goals for yourself. And for you, an achievable goal was doing your shop at Whole Foods. Right. Whatever the achievable goal might be for somebody, I think that it's... I used to really just be skint like so broke no money all the time just like desperately broke me too (laughs) like like sad 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 tragic I had a a deprivation mindset and it took me a long time to get out of that it really really did and I'm still learning to get out of it because I would buy lots of cheap things rather than put my money towards one pricier better quality thing yeah um and i think that that's that is actually a trick that advertisers and shops and supermarkets really put target towards people with a lower income is they trick you into kind of spending more money on crappier stuff um by edging you out of and making you feel like you can't buy x y and z that's very Um, true and I think that that's, it's a really interesting conversation, which is probably for another day. And, you know, I'm not, I, I only, I only learned this stuff because Ryan studied economics at Northwestern. So he taught me so much. I was so stressed out by money. I was so emotional about money. I was constantly coming from a desperation, poverty mindset with everything I did. And as mm-hmm. a result of that, I had a very difficult time with things and made really poor money decisions um and was trapped in that mindset you know mm-hmm. I, I can't think of an equivalent of the of the uh whole foods thing but now i just for me food is so important it's one of the i'm not a 
partier. I don't really go to the hairdresser loads. I don't get facials. I don't do all that shit. I do my own nails. Food is the best investment you can make. Food and wine, I just need it to be good. Excellent. I just need it to be feel good and smell good and look good. And whether that's I'm getting it at Whole Foods or a farm stand or Literally, sometimes Max and I would go and shop at John's, which is an LA mm-hmm. supermarket, which some of you might not know. I love getting different things from different places. I really, really oh, do. Oh, me too. I'm, yeah. I'm not going to get my meat at John's, but I'm going to get herbs and vegetables. And then I'm going to get this thing from Bristol Farms and my nice chocolate right. from here. That's kind of how I approach it. And it is as much a treat for me to go and get the chocolate I like at Bristol Farms or Whole Foods, even if I'm not doing the whole shop there. And I like right. to allow myself that treat um, which I think is a really good way to start what you're saying which is like aim for that thing and fucking punch for it you know yeah. and like even you if it just it. even if it just starts that you get your co- box of cookies from there I don't know whatever it is like exactly it doesn't have to be a grocery cart full of stuff but just to give that to yourself and say I can have this I can yeah. have this yeah Instead of all the reasons why you can't have something. Yes, you know, it might be trivial about a grocery store, but it's really important, this. And I love everything you just said. I've felt a lot of the same ways. And and coming from that lack mentality, just it it makes you struggle through life. And there's another way to live. And that is allowing Mm -hmm. yourself to have the things that feel good, that, that make you happy. And... And it's an adventure. It's raising your bar and improving the lies that you tell yourself. Because we always yeah. tell ourselves lies. We're yeah, never going to yeah. stop that. But tell yourself better lies. Yeah. <laughs> Even if the lie is that you can maybe afford something from Whole Foods and you can't. Sure. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't fucking do that. Don't spend money you don't have because I just said that. Just buy what you can fucking afford. Yeah, it it doesn't have to be overwhel it doesn't have to overwhelm you, but just do that for yourself this week. Go to a place that that you are interested and curious about and pick out one thing or just walk around and look. Just yeah. do it for your mind. Oh, do it. I, I do that all the time. I go to shops I can't afford and I love to look Oh, me at too. Things and touch things and try things and but also can I just say that this this just to move away from the kind of uh shopping right because this is not about spending and money it's really not this isn't like a stop being poor moment this is like a no give yourself uh something that you feel you don't deserve moment right even if that's just like having a lunch break and eating your fucking sandwich in peace away from everyone like at the back of the shop that you work at or whatever the fuck it is like going for a walk Having a nice, having a bath that's longer than just like, oh, fuck, yeah, I'm just going to wash my fucking right. pits and just wash my hair and get out of here and got to do, just like, take a minute to give yourself that little thing that maybe you've been telling yourself you can't have. Yeah. And see how it feels. Exactly. Sit in the sun, soak your feet, everything. It's mm. not, a. this is not about money or spending. No, not at all. It's about or, the mindset. The exactly. Mindset. So that was a big one for me. Yeah, it came out about the the grocery store made me realize that I was doing that to myself and and that I could I could have the things that make me happy and 
interestingly, I think the two are linked, the two things that you've just said, because I think the deprivation mindset as an artist comes from, I'm not doing it. I can't do it without them. I, unless I have the deal or the recognition or the representation or the money or the this or that, I can't do it. Right. You let go of that mindset. Yeah. And look what happened. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's such a fascinating subject. I really really do. I do too. Just concept. If you believe in kind of like the circular energy of the universe and like things mm-hmm. finding you that are meant for you and all of that, all of that kind of thing, I think it's really, um, and even if none of it, uh, turns into anything, like, no, what a nice, um, pat on the back from the universe. Exactly. So I want everybody to think about that this week. Mm. Yeah, it's good. It's a, it's a solid, uh, it's a solid Solid bit of content there, Lucy Walsh. It is. It's a good one. All right. So so that's great stuff. I love all that. And I, I've been really wanting to ask you a follow-up question about something you mentioned on the podcast, which was that you had set a day for yourself. Yeah. February 11th it was. And this was a mm-hmm. day that you were going to check in. And see where you were at with your grief and with mm-hmm. with where you want to take your life from here. Mm-hmm. And how did that go? Um, yeah, it was interesting. I February the 11th was the day that I chose with my therapist that wasn't too far away and wasn't too close uh, to ask myself if I was ready to think about the future during a time when the future felt completely overwhelming. Uh, an hour from now felt overwhelming. Five right. minutes from now felt overwhelming. Mm-hmm. So thinking about the future felt completely impossible and crippling. And I think anyone who's had extreme grief or felt suicidal or been depressed can understand that feeling uh, of the future feeling either like black or just completely, you know, bleak or overwhelming or just nothing there that was my problem I just saw nothing um blackness and um and it was stressing me out so as a way to deal with that Jeff said to me I want you to stop doing that I want you to stop thinking about it and trying to force a future or force a thought which just isn't there yet and isn't ready to be there and I want you to pick a date And you can ask yourself on that date if you are ready to think about the future. So that was great for me because it set me free of all of it. Yeah. It kind of just made me go, huh, I don't have to think about that Mm -hmm. now, you know. And so that date was February 11th and February, February, I can can never say February. February, Feb 11th. It's so ridiculous that it has an R in it. Like, come on. Feb 11th. Feb 11th. Feb 11th. (laughs) Febelev. That's the name of the episode, Febelev. Febelev um, was the day. And I felt a bit somber, actually, the yeah. day before. I don't know why. I think I was just... Oh, a, interesting. A, a bit sort of kind of like, oh, God, what's going to happen tomorrow? Or is anything going to happen? Or am I ready? Or Were oh, you God. kind of grieving the the end of yeah. the time that you were allowing yourself to not confront yeah 
Yeah, I think so. And then I think also I was like, fuck, am I ready to think about the future? Right. For reals. Like, I, it wasn't just like, haha, this is cute. I'm going to put this in my diary. It was like, no, no, bitch, are you ready? Right. Um, And the answer was yes and no at the same time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, on the day of February 11th, I felt cautious and then that morning Alec and I were chatting about it and I sort of said well he said I feel like February the 11th is going to be a magical day and I said I would like that I would like for it to always be a special day like a birthday or like anything where we can kind of me him we anyone anyone who wants can check in on on Febelev and mm-hmm. you know just go like how are you feeling how do you feel about the future you know ask yourself that question yeah and it did turn out to be a good day I felt sort of a weight lifted slightly um and I felt like another milestone had been met and then that day uh that morning, my nephew got an unconditional um, acceptance to Goldsmiths University, which is a very, very prestigious university. And so I got to my mum's house and that was the news. And it just felt, you know, just from there, it just like went up, you know, it was just, yeah. it was like, yeah, Febelev is fucking magical for all people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I want to... Um, I'm going to petition the governments of the world for yes. <laughs> National, international. International future day. International, wow. international dream day. Oh, I um, love it. And from that point on, so after the high of, of uh, Fabulev, I then actually did have to start thinking about the future. Right. Which, uh, <laughs> brings us to which sent me into where we are now <laughs> a complete tailspin and a 10-day depression um, which was actually so bad that I had to cancel recording with you um yeah this week because I had such a bumpy week the worst I've had in so long totally consumed by fear literally yeah. woke up in the middle of the night one night when my friend was here my energy was so intense that she woke up feeling afraid yeah in another room huh. uh and just gripped by fear um because the truth Jesus, is, is maybe that that's why i haven't been able to sleep <laughs> i've been uh, in another myself. country i know i've been just so frightened i've been oh, so Annabelle. so um scared of of dreaming and hoping because yeah. The last time I did that, everything got taken away from me. So, yeah. um, so it's hard. It is really hard for me to, to just kind of allow myself to hope and dream again because I am really scared. I'm really, really scared that I'm gonna have everything taken away. And I just, I know it's PTSD, and I know I've got to work through it, but, um. I feel so much stronger having realized that that's why I'm so scared. 
and that that's yeah. why I've been feeling so bumpy for the last 10 days um is that I've had a lot of visitors and all my friends lives are moving forward they've got babies they've got houses they're married they've got this they're trying that you know and yeah. and I know I have to start moving forward um I deserve I sorry <laughs> I deserve a life and I oh, deserve I deserve I to dream you. <laughs> and I deserve to hope and I just it's just really hard to do it so and I I, I love the life I've been living and I love my boyfriend and I love the dreams I have I'm just really scared of them being taken away so I'm in a bit of a battle with that <laughs> um, but yeah. I'm gonna tell you a really nice thing which is that with all this going on um when one of my friends was here who was really encouraging me with this new project I'm working on which I'll tell you about privately okay <laughs> um and we went to look at the antique shops in the area and we were gonna leave you know it's the afternoon we were tired whatever and she's like oh is that one any good down there and I was like yeah it's good it's pretty you know it's cavernous it's hit or miss and she was like oh shall we just and I was like ah oh okay then so we went in it and um we walked in and it was one of ryan's uh one of ryan's favorite songs and one of the only songs that i could listen to after the crash which was crying by roy orbison mm, yeah and um it was like the only thing that i felt i understood or understood me and then after that it was another ryan brady song and then after that, it was another Ryan Brady song. And I said to Alec, it's like the Ryan Brady playlist. And he and he was like, I know. And I said, and I was like looking around and I was like, I think I meant to find something in here. And so we just carried on looking around and I didn't find anything. And I thought, oh, okay, whatever. Maybe it's, you know, just looking for a sign that isn't there. And as we're walking out, I'm sort of waiting for my friend for a second and I look down and my foot is touching this plaque and it's this wooden plaque and I bend down and I pick it up and it's a hand-carved plaque and it says forward oh. and it's got a heart with a crown and angel wings and a banner which says forward and it was hand-carved in World War One, and I just was like <laughs> so you know speechless I just picked it up and just held it for the rest of the day because it just felt like such a clear message yeah. and I just keep looking at it to remind myself like I have to go forward I have to go forward I can't be frightened um yeah. or I can be frightened and I have to go forward anyway <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's it yeah we're always um, frightened always that will never go away and people think that they can't move forward until that fear goes away but it's actually the opposite it's, it's you move forward with that fear and that's break moving forward it. yeah yeah you break through it and uh, the more you do something the less scary it becomes you know and true. i think that right now moving forward and dreaming of a future is terrifying for me but I just have to yeah. get used to it I just yeah. have to get used to it again and and 
trusts life and that doesn't mean that I think that everything's going to be easy and nothing bad's ever going to happen to me again but just trust that I'm meant I'm going where I'm meant to go and what's happening is meant to happen and um whatever that is um so so yeah that's my my fucking shit that's beautiful I am that that's that's really beautiful I'm I'm feeling that fear for myself in certain Mm. ways and I know everybody is fearful at the moment with what's going on in the news and and um so you just push through, push through, and don't wait for that fear to go away because it's Mm-mm. it's always going to be yeah. there. And there's always going to be something to be frightened of, look. Always. And if there's not, you'll create it. Yeah, COVID's old news, and now we've got World War Three. you know? It's right. Like, <laughs> it's like, you're not going to get a break from scary shit. No, so and gotta- if... If none of that were going on, your imagination would yeah. create lies, you know, shit that's not real. So it's it's being human. It's built into being human, but oof, you just Keep take it. moving forward. Yeah, yeah. It just put a vision in my head, which was um, like a football player, American football, where you, you take that football under your arm and you run to the end zone to make that goal. And mm. that football is the fear under your arm. You just pick it up. It's coming with you. And yeah. you just run for where you have to go. And I do too. That's really For English people, it's rugby. And yeah, exactly. Listening. Right. All right. Well, what a week. What a time. Yeah. Um, let's all just keep pushing through this week. Let, let's hear from you. I want to hear hear how it's going for everybody okay so check in with us and we'll we'll talk to you next time we'll speak to you soon well annabelle that's beautiful what you shared and 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 i'm i'm there with you for you know just just i'm there i know and uh i'm really really proud of you and thank you really just so proud of you you thank you you're doing it i'm all fucking trying (laughs) love you love you love you guys bye two shooting stars the night was ours the sky on fire the universe was alive just a moment in time and we we made our vows although the moon was turning red but as the sun came up it brought the devil into our bed you lifted me up and gave me your love then you beat me back down to try to save me from the darkness that you hide you brought crashing down and all my love won't change